Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Grafted Marriage Podcast. I am your host, Chris, and with me, as always, is the very loving Courtney. Courtney. Hmm, interesting. I actually said your name. I normally don't say your name, yep. but I did this time. Yep. Because you were very loving to our family during this time, and I appreciate you. And I want everyone to know <laughs> how loving I think you are. Not to put me on the spot are. right now. Okay. And uh, that I appreciate you. Can be. How loving I can be. So there's definitely times hey, I'm not very loving. Hey, I'm just focusing on the love right now. Focusing okay. on the love. Focus on the love. Okay. Focused. All right. Very love. good. Well, we're moving through it day by day, all of us together, right? Yep. And this week's a special week because we got Good Friday. We had Palm Sunday. We got Good Friday coming up. And then we've got the big Super Bowl of holiday, the Jesus Resurrection Day, which is like the some, best day. Some people love Christmas, the baby Jesus Day. Some people love Easter, which is the Resurrection Day. Which you need both. It's like, yeah, right? It's like, yeah, you need both. Mm-hmm. The thing, like, the thing that's amazing is the Easter thing. Yeah. The resurrection thing. That's the thing that's like, puts, puts it all together. Yeah. Makes it. Makes that's life it. livable. That's right. Particularly in these days. Yes. Knowing that we have eternity with our Savior. Yeah. So what I thought we could talk about is in light of, you know, sort of the time that we have as we continue to just move through it day by day. And as um, we head into Easter, you know, I think there's a lot of opportunity to think about and reflect on the way that things were before all this went down and how things should be in light of the resurrection and as we go forward into the future. Mm -hmm. And what are the ways that we can uh, maybe change things that we were thinking, things that we were doing um, to a new way, you know, because this is a lot of things are going to change in society even, how, Mm -hmm. how we interact and, you know, what's important to us. And I think I've said this many times, my big hope in all of this, the silver lining uh, of all of this is that, that we can come out of this with a new generation, a changed generation that's more character that understands uh, what it is to ha- experience pain. I don't think that you get growth in your life if you've never experienced pain. No, we know pain. that biblically. Yeah, I don't it think takes that you struggle. develop mm-hmm. empathy in mm-hmm. your life if you haven't gone through anything. And so, you know, my prayer and hope is that uh, as we go through this challenging time, that we make the most of it and that we use this as an opportunity to reflect on what we're doing and what's important. And I see encouraging, you know, I'm in business and I talk to a lot of people all day long and conference calls and whatnot. And, uh, and I, and I'm hearing about a lot of families, uh, spending together. time together and, and coming together. And, uh, and so I see signs that it's happening. Yes. Yeah, so learning, like you said, empathy, because that has been something in the homeschool committee we used to talk about. Can you teach your kids empathy? And you really can't. And in bubbling them makes it even more, more so that they'll go towards apathy than empathy. And we want generations of you know, empathetic people who are willing to do the hard work to help others, to serve well. And we've been really good at serving ourselves well in this generation, in this culture. But to learn to love someone else, like you said, loving, right? Mm-hmm. Love someone else and serve someone else. So here's one thing. thing. How can you serve 
those around you in a better way, right? Like how can I put myself lower and beneath uh, the other people around me and service their needs or their wants and um, put them first, right? So that's, I think, one thing. Yes. so only through Christ, right? And I was thinking like for as a woman um, wanting to understand how to better respect you as you lead our family through this is a big thing, but as you lead our family through other things, because God calls me to respect you and how can I do that more in this time and learn through this time so that afterward I continue to respect you more. And then how can can I serve my kids better? And I wanted to also say like, as women through this difficulty, I think we need to really be thinking about the voices we're listening to because right now everything's kind of shut down, like the cultural silliness has kind of shut down. But after coming out of this, how do we move outside of that feminism idea, even as Christians, right? Not giving into that, but, but learning and seeking the Lord and asking him what he wants for, of us next. And maybe many people will homeschool. After this. I think that probably a lot of people have now been exposed to homeschool, (laughs) schooling sort of forcibly because they didn't have a choice. But I think maybe people will see some of the advantages to it, you know. Well, and I also want to say to that, like, you know, the one thing you always get asked when I would go anywhere with the kids when they were growing up, it was like, oh, are you off school today? No, we homeschool. Oh, how do you socialize them? It's like I was always perplexed by that question as if, for two things, as if number one, socialism, socializing is our number one thing that we need to be doing, right? Because in the school system and that kind of There's thing, they're of so socialized, <laughs> but hey, they're also like learning a lot of crap. Yeah, that's right. And then the second thing is, can you really keep a human from ever being social? I mean, we know that right now, like being in our homes, we're socializing with each yeah, we, other. And we're, and we but still we're, find ways to, to FaceTime. FaceTime, all and, these things. Yeah. Like you're not going to just be like raise this person who has no ability to talk to another human well, being. Well, it actually isn't like being out and about and participating in life. That And it's like and experiencing the person at the counter of the shopping right. experience saying that. It's like, that's social, isn't it? Yeah, and honestly, homeschool kids are actually better equipped to talk to adults. They're more respectful. They actually are able to um, understand peer issues and be able to um, think about them in a way that is outside of the box of, yeah. you know, cultural norms. Yeah. So they're actually better equipped to yeah. handle business, it's conversation, any of those things, because you're teaching them, you know, every single it's day. It's real more, it's, it's real, yeah. It's in the like real, real life, yeah, in real, real life, not a high school yeah, or a, a school atmosphere. Yeah. That's yeah. forcing propaganda down your throat all day long. Yeah. And mm. so we have to be careful of that. And as moms, we need to look at that and go, gosh, is my, is my child going to be better equipped in life and to learn things in a better way are they um it's it's a more hands-on way of learning it's you actually learn deeper you learn truth versus the lies that are in textbooks so there's a lot of good to it so thinking that through and is that is that a possibility for your family if one of you has you know if the wife is you know not going to go back to work if you know different situations but thinking about that mm-hmm. through this like how can you serve your family as women how can we serve our family better We've been told we need to serve society. We need to be X, Y, and Z. But um, but really serving our families, like what does that look like to be to be there, you know, for the questions and mm-hmm. not having them learn from another peer that's mm-hmm. going to tell them random nonsense mm-hmm. that you yep. never wanted them to learn in the first place. Yep. 
I think another thing is being intentional about how we use our time, you know, a little bit more. I think there's, looks like an age of distraction. Mm-hmm, I think this mm-hmm, is sort of mm-hmm. bringing more focus and people are trying to look at how can they better, um, you know, add skills or, you know, figure, I want to take up piano or whatever it is, right? Like doing stuff to, to actually grow as a human being and not just, you know, which is <laughs> not just waste, waste time. Yeah. Not know? being a societal drone, clone, drone, 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 societal drone. Either way you could go. Clone, drone. But, um, yeah, it is so important. And I've heard uh, stories of families that never really did much together. And now there's they each night, one family member picks the thing they're going to do for that night. And they're, they're not watching as much TV. Like I've heard this over and over again. And I'm not saying I've looked at, mm-hmm. you know, TV usages or whatever, but I've just heard these stories mm-hmm. of, families coming together in a very different way than they mm-hmm. ever have in mm-hmm. well in 50 years 60 yep. years however long whenever you started counting yep but that's really good and that's healthy for people to see what's going on yep and for husband and wives to get through like you were talking about last week through conflict like our kids are there they see what goes on and then they see resolution to that conflict and they see that um in christ like and through christ we can change mm-hmm. and so that's good for them to understand that about life like it's not all a safe space and perfect and you know your bubble and it's actually there's hard things and there's struggles Mm -hmm. and we have to learn how to struggle well Mm -hmm. and so when we go the wrong way we can come back and say hey that was wrong and then I need to follow Christ but really at the end of the day we want both husband and wife and our kids the whole family to be following Christ not each other right so if we're all following Christ we're going to come closer together Mm-hmm. on default because it just it just will happen Yep. because you're coming closer to the one who made us so yep yep and then you know another thing is we come through this i think that people might change the priorities you know we're you're fit you you realize that things can just change on a dime mm-hmm. right and so it's fragile the way that we thought that we needed to plan finances may have to change mm-hmm. as we go forward the way that we think about how we allocate resources and you know, whatever, right? Like time, talents, the whole deal. And so, you know, these are times where you can reflect on that and, and simplify a lot. Like I was thinking, I was looking in my closet at all this clothes, right? And like, how often do I wear the majority of it? And now, especially, you know, you can wear your jams (laughs) during the day and go in your yard. No one knows whatever happens, but it's just how much waste we have. So through this process, can we simplify? Can we draw back a little bit and say, you know, like you were say, saying, how do we reallocate our finances to help people to do the things that we need to do and go back a little bit towards um, what you were saying before too about like life is so fragile, it can turn on a dime. Like life is so fragile and entropy is so real that everything is disintegrating over time. If we just take the time, like we're starting to plant a garden. Like my grandmother was an expert gardener. My mom was amazing, had roses, like everything. She was so amazing. So I'm going to try. I'm not saying I'm going to be like them, but I figure, hey, it's in there somewhere. Um, but yeah, learning to do some like things more, like that like being together. Being more self-sufficient, right? Like yeah. how, do we, how do we take care of ourselves and not, you know, not expect the, Life corpor- the corporations or the government or whatever to take care of us, but how can we, you know, kind of slow down a little bit and get back to you know, kind of being a human. Yeah. And taking some responsibility on and not just like shifting blame to everybody else. Like everyone can point their finger at, you know, the president right now, or, or, you know, but like, he's just a guy. 
He was never meant to be your savior. Jesus Christ is your savior. And what is he calling you to do through this? So really getting prayerful about that during this Holy Week, like, Lord, what do you want from me? What do you Mm -hmm. want to change? What do you want to grow in me? What do you want me to do differently? And then sticking with that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking like New Year's resolution here. I mean, like asking God for a real heart change of what it is we're participating in in life. Good deal. You want to pray us out? Sure. All right. Father God, through this um, time, I feel a conviction like about different things that um, you may want me to change going forward that I've just gotten used to doing or habits in my life. Um, I pray that all of us who are part of this discussion and listening to each other and um, talking with each other through this time, I pray, Lord, that you would show us what it is that you are desiring from your people so that we can start looking more and more like you, God, our Father, and less and less like the world. And um, I pray, Lord, that you would touch every heart during this Holy Week. I read something today um, that said Jesus didn't turn back. Like you, He knew, you knew, Jesus, what you had to go through, and you didn't turn around and say no. And I'm so grateful that you didn't because we would not be the grafted, um, your remnant, if you had. And so thank you forgiving everything for us and I just pray that we would see what it is we need to give for you and that you would um, touch our lives in a, in a new way and that Lord that you would um, show us your plan and purpose for each of us so that we could be living out all the rest of our days for you and for eternal purposes and for kingdom work and we thank you and praise you for living and dying for us for rising again and uh May this world see that this Sunday and and Friday through Sunday. May this world just start to see their desperate need for more than the things that they had before. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much. We wish everybody a happy Easter. Happy Resurrection Day. And uh, if you haven't done so already, please do subscribe. We would love to have you continue on this journey with us. And if you think friends and family might benefit, please share with them as well. Thank you for you, uh, for you. (laughs) Well, yes, we do. (laughs) And we thank you for listening. Uh, Please stay with us as we keep chasing chasing truth. truth. Thanks. Bye.